Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, we are continuing our discussion of Purim. Today's topic, briefly, will... Uh, We'll discuss how Purim actually became a holiday. How did it become Kavua in our, in our calendar? So, Al-Akha writes as follows, Even though the simcha, the happiness out of the salvation was so great, didn't know how to actually mark this, this, uh, this occasion. Esther Malka sent a message to the Chachamim. Please write for me for generations. I want you to write down the story of Purim and include it in the actual writings of Tanakh. Esther Malka then asked the Chachamim, I want you to establish it for generations. I want it to be a holiday. I want it to have us read the Megillah for generations. The rabbis were unsure what to do. On one hand, you got, you're, you're basically saying, yay, look, we defeated the non-Jews. And how the, how the nations of the world are going to think that we're now we're celebrating another holiday that, uh, that, that we knocked them out. And the second thing they were concerned about is whether or not they have the authority to yet again include something in Tanakh that about Bnei Israel defeating Amalek. Was it up to them at this point? They came to a conclusion that indeed they were allowed to, uh, to write again about the war of Amalek or defeating Amalek. They wrote, And they established Purim for generations. The men of the great assembly on Sheikh Nesit Agdullah was a great Beddin that were in, seated, seated in power at the beginning of the second Beit HaMikdash, around that time. And there were 120 members of this Beddin. And part of that crew, there were, there were prophets and there were very wise men. Umehem, some of them you might know, Chagai, Zechariah, Malachi, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, Ezra, Sofer, Nehemiah, Ben Chachaliah, Mordechai, Vezerubabel, Ben Shaltiel. Mordechai, who Mordechai Yehudi. Mordechai, that we mentioned, is Mordechai Yehudi, who is one of the members of the Anshek Nesagdola. Vezra, Sofer, Ayah, Chashuv, Shebaim. The most important of these members, the most prominent was Ezra, Sofer. So much so that sometimes we don't refer to this group as Anshe Aknes We just call them the Bed Din of Ezra. Because uh, that's how important he was. 
והם היו בית הדין הגדול שייסד את התקנות הגדולות הראשונות, they were the ones that established, founded these early תקנות, שנחשבות כמצוות מדברי חכמים, that we consider, that we call the מצוות of the חכמים, ומכוחם נמשכה פעולתם של חכמי תורה שבעל פה, and from their, from their strength and from their efforts, were able to draw out the חכמים of the תורה שבעל פה, because after that, that's, uh, that's basically the, the start of תורה שבעל פה. נס פורים נחשב לנס האחרון שניתן להיכתב בתנ״ך. The miracle פורים was considered to be the last of the miracles that was included in תנ״ך. וכפי שאמרו חז"ל, אסתר סוף כל הניסים. The Gemara מסכת יומה says, אסתר was the end of the miracles. ובכתיבת מגילת אסתר נחתם למעשה התנ״ך. And therefore, with the writing of מגילת אסתר, that sealed the work of the Bible. פורים הוא החוליה המקשרת שבין התורה שבכתב לתורה שבעל פה. Like we mentioned, the story of פורים is that link that connects the written Torah and the oral Torah. וכך אכן מעמדן של מצוות הפורים הן מדברי מדברי הקבלה, שהוא מעמד ביניים בין מצווה מהתורה שבכתב למצווה מדברי חכמים. And so too, when we have, when we're here, when we're celebrating the holiday פורים and we look at the מצוות, okay, you have this kind of... Uh, Uh, conflict between whether or not the mitzvot of Torah and mitzvot midivrei chachamim. Mitzad echad enam b'ma'alat ha-mitzvot shektuvot b'chamishah chumshet Torah. On one hand, it's not written in, in, the, in the five books of Torah. It doesn't say to read the Megillah on, in, in anywhere in Chumash. It doesn't say to give matanot la'avyonim in Chumash. Umitzad shani enam k'ma'amad mitzvot midivrei chachamim. But on the other hand, maybe you can consider it uh, as divrei chachamim, sheken Megillah tesen, ikhlet b'ktuvim. Because Megillat Yasser is found in Tanakh. So what is it? Is it, uh, how do we classify these mitzvot? V'nechleku arishoni ma'a hadin b'matzav shesafek b'dinei purim ha'im ha'alakha l'achmir k'din mitzvah me'atorah o sh'alakha l'akir k'din mitzvah me'divrei chachamim. And the rishonim argue, when it comes to a safek, I'm not sure if I did this mitzvah on purim. How do I treat it? If I look at the mitzvot of purim as something deoraita, from the Torah, that means I have to treat it strict, strictly, and that means I gotta do the mitzvah again, because I need to make sure that I fulfill the mitzvah doraita. If I look at it as a mitzvah de Rabbanan, from the Chachamim, then I act leniently, and I say, okay, said there, I don't, uh, if, if I have a doubt, I'm not sure if I did it, for whatever reason, not sure I fulfilled it, we could say that, that it's okay. Sheva mitzvot yeshnan bepurim, there are seven mitzvot in, um, That are, that are attributed to Purim, mitochan arba miyuchadot lepurim, four of them are very, very particular to Purim, keriyat megillah, mishloach manot, ish lereu, matanot laevyonim, and mishteh vesimcha, those are the four that are particular to Purim, ve'od shalosh mitzvot midivrei chachamim, and there are another three that are uh, also from the rabbis, but they're not particular to Purim, shekemotan yesh gam biyamim tovim achanim, we have these mitzvot in other holidays, Such as Aleph, number one, is Kiryat Torah. We take out the Sefer Torah to, uh, to read on Purim. Bet is Hazkarat Hayom Ba'aminat Ala Nisim, which is the mentioning of Ala Nisim in the Tefillah and Birkat Mazon. And Gimel, the third, is Isur Hesped V'Ta'anit. That person is not allowed to eulogize or to fast on, uh, on Purim. The only exception that is brought down with regards to, um, in the Ramaz, brought down, Okay, uh, you know, if the person I, I declared a fat Tanit Chalom, you know, but uh, I guess there's a lot of uh, Achronim who, who disagree with the Ramah on that one because, um, 
you want to have your 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 seuda. Um, but nevertheless, he, that Ramad does write that in that situation, you might be allowed to fast on Purim. But other than that, there's no fasting and there's no eulogizing. And that, those are the seven mitzvot that uh, are attributed uh, or, or found in the holiday of Purim. And with that, we will end and continue. Bezat Hashem tomorrow.